toku ingoa ko winiata morunga taku hapu ko te ikutu ngapu hinoi tono tewi marriage is um, a copper pot that's been set down by our ancestors that two people come together to be one um, from wherever your partner comes from and uh, living together in honesty and caring for one another. And that's been an attitude that you've applied to both of your marriages? Very much so. Serious business. Oh, yes. So how old were you when you first got married? I was 21. Oh, young years. <laughs> how long had your courtship been for? My first marriage. Your courtship. Tell me about the she, horses. She she was um, training to become a nurse in the Whangarei Hospital. And um, for some reason, oh, it was at my cousin's wedding that uh, I met her. Uh, she was the um, bridesmaid. I was the best man. And uh, that's where we we met. And, uh, of course, her name was Doreen Beasley. He pākia ia. Kao. No mga kāhia. Te ingo tika mō rātou Beisley. B-I-S-L-E-Y. Nā te pākia ia huri te ingo Beisley. Yeah. Beisley. Eri mau mau tamariki? Five. Five, four girls and one boy. Um, now, you're talking about a tomo. Um, to me, that was that is one of the most important uh, gatherings when uh, a couple wants to get married, where they bring the two families together and talk about her relationship and his relationship with one another. And from there, you create two families to become one, his family and her family. And to me, it's one of the, the best things that happened in, in the past, because if anything went wrong from either whānau, the other whānau can kick you in the backside. That can happen anyway, though. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, and it's a pity that that doesn't carry on. How did it begin? Well, How did the no- negotiations begin? Well, we were going together, and uh, my first wife's uh, grandfather passed away, and they brought a hui back to Omanaya uh, to, to bury the grandfather. And after the, the, 
the service of the burial, uh, we all gather together back at the marae to complete the kaupapa. And this kaumātua got up and, and uh, uh, heard about uh, my first wife and I going together. And uh, he got up and brought the take up for discussion with the, the families that were there. And uh, when it was brought up, we had to make a decision before them. So, uh, Right then and there? Yeah. How old were you? Uh, Twenty. And how old was she? Eighteen. Oh, yeah, eighteen. Anyway, um, when uh, when when we agreed, uh, the Kaumatuas of the Marae uh, made the decisions when the wedding is to be held and where. Did that feel like pressure? No. Were you ready? Well, uh, you know, you don't argue with your kamatuas. So uh, they they said, well, uh, they have it on Easter, Easter time, to be held in Omanaya, where they, uh, uh, the wedding will be held. So what year are we talking? Yeah. Here around 1954. 1954. Yeah. So are you one of the last tomo to have taken place around, around this rohi? Far as I know, yeah. Because uh, things have changed a lot since then, you know. And uh, anyway, uh, we couldn't back out, you know. They they made a decision, and we had to go with it. And so uh, that was it. <laughs> I got married in Omanaya. And uh, yeah, I minister uh, Rakena. Um, there was another Tomo I'd like to share with you. Was with my cousin. She married a Thompson from. Uh, Oh, what's the place out of Tagalog? Tikopuri. Poto. Poto. At Poto. And uh, when um, when she met this uh, Sam Sam Thompson. Thompson. Yeah, he was a returned serviceman. You see. From the Twentieth Maori Battalion. I'm not sure. Oh, from the Second World War. Yeah. So anyway, he came from uh, Poto with his uh, people, and they had the tomo in in the in Firinaki, where the wife was uh, staying. And anyway, we had a tohunga there called Mohi Waitai, and uh, when he came, and when he the discussion was uh, going. Uh, Riwa, Riwa Moringa was her name. She went into the room where the stone was to ask him what was his uh, thoughts on the kopapa. And he, apparently he said, he suggested that it's up to you. So when she came out and when the question was uh, put to her, she agreed to
to marry this Sam Thompson. And as soon as he agreed, uh, she agreed, she he got up and sang this uh, Italian song. Bone note mi amore, bone note mi cuore. Yeah, and everybody got happy, happy, you know, because of that she agreed. It's going ah. Uh, yeah. So that's one of them. And was it a good union? Oh, very much so. Mm. Yes. So yeah. in your knowledge, what do you know about when, if there were issues between the couple, how did the whānau deal with that? Because it's a joining of families. Yeah. Yeah, well... I guess what I'm trying to say is it's something that's not taken lightly because it's Between is this right? Because it's a responsibility and you know, it's your whānau mana. Yeah. And um if you if I think about some of the research that was done about this and how it, when families some families would join in Titato Ponamu and if that wasn't adhered to there were um Actions that were taken yeah. to yeah. rectify that imbalance. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I understand. Yeah. And when you were just saying there about your cousin who was told by her whanau, you know, it's your choice. I mean, if you go back a couple more generations, it often wasn't, was it? Yeah. It often wasn't a choice. And some some of the unions weren't successful. Yeah. Well, with this couple um, um, I refer to, they had no issues at all. They were a lovely couple. They had lovely kids. Yeah. And if they had any issues with their kids, they sorted it out themselves. And in those times, they used to have a, a Māori committee, eh, of the community. And... Uh, if they got a tucker that uh, needs to be resolved, they bring the Māori committee together to help them solve the problems. Oh, so that means everybody's involved, eh? And everybody's yeah. involved in dealing with the issue and then finding a solution. Yeah. So you feel supported. That's right. And, uh, well, you feel loved yeah. and cared for by your community. Mm. Why do you think that doesn't happen now? I I think uh, the world has done a, a big flip now through uh, through the park here. Colonisation, eh? Colonisation here. That's right. And uh, you know, today uh, couples can <laughs> go go to a register or and get married. No father involved, you know? And that's sad when that happens. And, uh, yeah, and it's happening now, you know? Do you think, did your children use your example as a tomo? Did they carry it on into their lifetime? Yeah. Yeah. I always make sure that uh, that tikanga is carried out. Yeah. How do you do that? 
Oh. How do you make sure? Well, he talked to them. Yeah. He talked to them and said, well, uh, if my daughter wants to marry that person, we have to go and talk to the the parents of the, of the man and, and sort out the issue. Or vice versa. Yeah. So what you're saying, Winiata, is practice? Yeah. That's long gone now, that practice. The practice of talking to each other or the practice of tomo? The practice of tomo, yeah. Do you see any advantages in it being rectified now? I suppose it would be, uh, yeah, I hope it can be rectified, but oh, uh, things have changed a lot since then, yeah, made it difficult. What have been some of those things? Well, the, the thing I like about the Tomo is um, you've got two families supporting one another. Now, if your Tamaiti is playing up, the families on the other side can go out and uh, check him out, or the other way around, you know, making sure. We agreed for you two to get married, and what the hell, oh, excuse me, what are you doing to, uh, to uh, break it up, or bringing all these problems forward. Yeah. <laughs> Indeed. Kia ora, Winiata Moringa.